Welcome to From Realms of Glory, a Christmas audio series tracing promises about the coming of the Messiah until his arrival in Bethlehem of Judea. I'm Dr. J.J. Routley, Professor of Bible and Theology at Emmaus Bible College in Dubuque, Iowa. It's December 16th, and today we're going to look at a contemporary of the prophet Isaiah, whose writings we have spent much time in this week. The prophet Micah ministered to Israel in the 8th century BC to call out rampant injustice throughout both the northern and southern kingdoms of Israel and Judah, and to pronounce the judgment of God on the nation. Yet, as is so often the case in the prophets of Israel, Within the certainty of God's judgment comes a shining light, a beacon of hope of the coming Messiah who would ultimately restore his people to God and heal the land of its injustice. In Micah chapter 5, verses 1 through 5, we have one such glimpse of the coming king who would come to the help of his wayward people. Now muster your troops, O daughter of troops. Siege is laid against us. With a rod they strike the judge of Israel on the cheek. But you, O Bethlehem, Ephrathah, who are too little to be among the clans of Judah, from you shall come forth for me one who is to be ruler in Israel, whose coming forth is from of old, from ancient days. Therefore he shall give them up until the time when she who is in labor has given birth. Then the rest of his brothers shall return to the people of Israel. And he shall stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. And they shall dwell secure, for now he shall be great to the ends of the earth, and he shall be their peace. Micah chapter 5, verses 1 through 5. The second verse is really what we want to focus on today, but remember from verse 1 that these promises occur within the context of an oracle, a pronouncement of divine judgment upon Israel for her sin. Now the pronouncement turns to Bethlehem, a small village to the south of Jerusalem. The reference to Epathra distinguishes Bethlehem in Judah from Bethlehem in another region, such as Zebulun, as in Joshua chapter 19 and verse 15. Genesis 35:16 references the town of Ephrathath, and David is said to be the son of an Ephrathite of Bethlehem in 1 Samuel 17:12. This village was regarded as small, insignificant even. Elimelech and Naomi were from this location in Ruth chapter 1. Very likely Bethlehem was home to the family or clan of Ephrathites. But neither the town nor the family were very significant. Yet the Lord predicts that from this unknown, unlikely location would come forth one to be ruler in Israel. So the ruler would be a descendant of David and would have Bethlehem as the place of his birth. Of this human ruler, it is said that his going forth is from of old, from ancient days. The Messiah though a human ruler, would not be merely human. He would also be God incarnate. Jesus is the eternal God made flesh. He was, as the Apostle John says in his gospel, in the beginning with God. Verse 3 here is very interesting, and there are a number of ideas on how to understand this verse. Likely, it has the connotation of signifying that Israel and Judah would undergo the chastening hand of God until the Messiah would arrive. 
the imagery of a woman in labor could potentially be a connection to Isaiah 7.14, which we looked at last week, and the virgin's child, Emmanuel. The coming of the Messiah would ultimately mean the regathering of Israel from among the nations and their restoration in their land and to their king. Now, verse 4 of Micah chapter 5 tells us that the Messiah would be a great shepherd of his people, shepherding in the strength of the Lord and in his majesty. The kings of the ancient world often viewed themselves as shepherds of their people. Hammurabi of Babylon, for example, in the 18th century BC, often spoke of himself as a farmer and a shepherd, one who provides food for his vast empire, but also giving them protection from their enemies by his rule. There are a number of passages in the Old Testament that depict Yahweh as a good shepherd king for his people, such as Psalm 23, which is ultimately about the kingship of the Lord. In the New Testament, Jesus spoke of himself as the good shepherd who lays down his life for his sheep. The messianic shepherd depicted here in Micah would provide security to his flock by reigning over all the earth. And this prince of peace, as Isaiah calls him, shall be their peace. Micah chapter 5 and verse 5. The Bethlehemite baby, born in obscurity, might be lowly and humble in his status and possessions according to the world's standards, but this humble condition would give way to his ultimate rule over all the earth, his absolute authority over the nations. He would deliver his people from their judgment and affliction, providing them with security and peace. As a good shepherd cares for his flock, Jesus would give up his life for the sake of his sheep in order to provide them with eternal security. Listen to the words of the good shepherd in John chapter 10, verses 27 through 29. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father, who has given them to me, is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of the Father's hand. I and the Father are one. The Christmas story is one of a child born in the insignificant town of Bethlehem of Judea, who, despite very humble beginnings, would come to one day in the future rule over the entire earth. And today he offers security from eternal punishment in hell the forgiveness of sins, eternal life, when we place our trust in Him as Savior. Thank you for joining us for this episode of From Realms of Glory, a Christmas podcast. For more information about Emmaus Bible College, please visit emmaus.edu. Don't forget to leave us a strong review wherever you listen to podcasts and share the podcast with friends and family members. Tomorrow we'll look at the appearing of the angel Gabriel to Daniel in exile in Daniel chapter 9 and the message of Christmas that he gave to Daniel at that time.